0: I played baseball, and as we all know, baseball is a game of failure. If you fail 70% of the time, you're going to the Hall of Fame in baseball, so you have to have a fido attitude because if you go your first at bat and you strike out, which I've struck out a lot, and you're done mentally, uh-oh, that's not successful. Essentially, the team needs you in the seventh inning. They need you in the ninth inning crunch time. So, you've got to have that mental toughness. And I just call it happy meeting to be on the ball podcast.
1: What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ballers? And welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Ball podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Jones, and I'm excited today for today's guest. He's, he's definitely going to bring the thunder uh, for us. There. There's no doubt about it there. Um, and there, well, just really quick before we even dive in, I want to let you all know the premise of Beyond the Ball. So the premise is ultimately to focus on stories, strategies and successes to help student athletes succeed. Beyond Their Degree. So as we talk about these things and as we dive in with various guests and cover different topics, I want to just always remind you all to be sure that you subscribe wherever you're streaming or if you're on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe so you get exclusive videos, exclusive content and everything like that, all things beyond the ball. So without further ado, now I want to go ahead and go ahead and get ready to bring out today's guest. And today's guest, he's the founder and he's the CEO of Larry Long Jr. LLC, with he got he got the enterprises going over there. He he brings the motivation. Uh, he gets your team together. He helps your staff really grow, really groove, and really move. So, without further ado, Mr. Larry Long Jr., come on out, sir. How we doing? How we doing?
0: Uh oh, <laughs> I'm batting lead off. I'm feeling good beyond the ball. I appreciate it, Jonathan. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Uh, just really passionate about helping student athletes with that next chapter life after sports. So thank you.
1: Definitely. De- definitely. Larry, man, I see you, you have, you have the
0: bat. Where did you get through? where did you get this bat from, man? Talk to me. <laughs> Funny story. A company I worked for Pendo, the team got it for me. So they, they got it engraved coach long. Team Fido, Fido, it's not my dog's name, but that's my team's name. That stands for F it, forget about it, drive on. When we, mm. when, we when we get hit with obstacles, I need people that will forget about it and drive on over it, under it, around it. And if you have to right through it, you'll see that uh, by hook or by crook and then what you talking about, Willis, those are just some larry that uh, my team makes me say by some of the things they do. Hmm well how do how how do
1: you develop a mindset like that larry because you you have to you have to unpack that because it's easy for a problem to come because problems come for all of us right problems are problems are are normal if 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 we will and understanding that they're normal, how do you take on that fido attitude? How was that developed?
0: Yeah, well, I played baseball, and as we all know, baseball is a game of failure. If you fail seventy percent of the time. You're going to the Hall of Fame in baseball, so you have to have a final attitude because if you go your first at bat and you strike out, which I've struck out a lot, and you're done mentally, uh-oh, that's not successful. Essentially, the team needs you in the seventh inning. They need you in the ninth inning crunch time, so you've got to have that mental toughness, and I just call it happy meeting. Uh Essentially, right now with the pandemic and just life, life is a four-letter word. we got the ups. And we got the downs on a Tuesday. You've got to keep that happy medium. And it starts right here in your mind. There's a quote that I love by Henry Ford whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. So it's a choice. And I make an intentional choice to believe that I can and really look for the positives, even through the chaos, even through the storms and the turbulence. There's some positive going on. And either I'm winning. Or I'm learning and I love to learn. I love to win, but I also I, I learn when I win. But when, when things don't go my way, I'm learning. And it I come back up to bat and I'm better and I'm stronger and I'm ready. And I just encourage all your viewers, all your listeners to make that choice. Mm. Wow. So it's, it's a decision. That it is. We wake up every day, and I'll be honest with you, my life isn't all hunky-dory. It's not all rainbows and sunshines. My seven-year-old daughter would say unicorns. It's it's, it's life. I'm going through some real stuff, but essentially I make the choice every day that, hey, I'm going to do it with a smile, uh, a Coke and a smile. I don't even drink soda. But essentially we're going to have fun because I think the millennials call it YOLO. You only live Mm -hmm. once. Well, like I said before, we're on a yo-yo. <laughs> One day we're up, another day we're down. It's like, uh-oh.
1: <laughs> mm, man, so when, when did when did you begin to develop this attitude? When did you begin to develop this mindset? Because has, has Larry Long Jr. always been the optimistic, upbeat guy that's bringing the motivation, that's helping you get through the week?
0: Yeah, not always. So I remember at the age of six, we lived in six, I think I was in Nebraska, maybe Alabama. And uh, I struggle with kind of confidence. So my mom, every night, used to we said, said our prayers, and then she used to make me stand up and say, I am somebody 10 times. And when you say that 10 times, 365 days, I'm not a math major, but that's a lot of times. You start to believe it. I think Kevin Hart says it best. Say it with your chest. You start to believe that you are somebody. And when you believe that you are somebody, now you start to spread it. And my father, he ran track at Maryland. My sister ran track at Maryland. I played baseball. I was the black sheep of the family, literally and figuratively playing baseball. It's like, yeah, you run after you hit the ball. (laughs) we'll We'll let it slide little Larry. But my dad grew up in the projects of Baltimore city. Only one from his, from his family, his immediate family to graduate high school, come on now and to go on and get his college degree. And he just, He shared it. He spoke it, but he also acted it. He said, hey, when you're blessed, it's your responsibility to bless someone else, to help them uh, as well. And we've been blessed. And if you're watching this, I guarantee you, you're blessed. It's your responsibility to pass that positivity on to someone else. It's not just good for you to be shining, for you to be good. You got to reach back and pull someone else up and help them elevate their game. That's what this life is all about from my perspective
1: yeah 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 talk a little bit more about about just, just how just you you with with the baseball aspect because i mean we, we've had some conversations offline but what what got you into baseball you just said like you were the black sheep that's not what the family was doing what, what was it that interests you and that really just drove you to the sport talk about that
0: I grew up at the track. I remember my dad was working out when I was younger, and I used to love playing in the sand, digging tunnels. But my parents said, we want you to be well-rounded. So I did judo. I did swimming. I said, oh, swimming. Ugh, eight o'clock in the morning, that water's cold. I said, <laughs> yes. I got that tight skin. I ain't no Michael Phelps. I said, uh-uh, I'm going to tap out of swimming. I said, I want to be home watching cartoons, eating my Fruit Loops with extra sugar on it. But hey, that's neither here nor there. I said, <laughs> see, basketball, loved it baseball loved it judo was okay but that wasn't really my jam I wanted to play football and my mom said no she said oh football It'll crack your brain up she said look at your dad he ain't writing the mom I said mom I'd be a beast on the football field and she stuck by her uh, her whips and said no football and looking back at it I just I'm thankful that my mom stuck to it because I've got some friends that play football and they're all cracked up in the head, the knees, the back. So baseball was just my jam. It was just like, wow. I'm fitting to get loose out here. I had some pretty good skills, uh, hand-eye coordination. I had a little bit of speed. I said, This is fun out here. There's a lot of uh it's bursts of action, and then there's mm. some chill. And I said, shoot, I can get down with this. I can kind of twiddle my thumbs, and and it's a it's a thinking person's game, baseball and softball. You gotta be thinking ahead. I think they say you got to be playing chess, mm. not checkers. And I would even say you got to be playing poker. You got to be, when you're up there to bat, you got to be thinking, hmm, what is this pitcher about to do? And essentially, there's a guessing game. There's a cat and mouse. I absolutely love it. I played baseball in Maryland, went to minor league spring training with the Dodgers and the Red Sox 2001. They cut me. They said, hey, Larry, thank you for coming out. God bless you and good night. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. So I went back to work and essentially said, I got to close that chapter. But I opened up a baseball academy. That's what brought mm-hmm. me to Raleigh, North Carolina. I said, if I can't play it, I would love to help youngsters learn so many life skills through the game. And it's crazy because now I have my old students hitting me up on LinkedIn. Coach Larry, I'll never forget, head down, eye on the ball, hard line drives. And now they're taking those so, those same concepts of writing out their goals of being intentional with practice. I, I don't know if Allen Iverson is listening, but yes, we're talking about practice and taking that from the baseball diamond, the softball diamond, to the boardroom.
1: Mm, wow, wow, wow. I had no idea
0: you had a baseball academy. Yes, sir. MVP Baseball Softball Academy. That was my baby before I had kids and uh, 10,000 square feet. Don't get me started now. I'm, I'm about to get hype up in here. Oh, six batting cages inside, six batting tunnels, had it turfed. Oh, it was nice. Two dirt pitch amounts indoors. A nice waiting room area with plexiglass for parents to see all the lessons going on. It was awesome, but we ran out of cash. And that was Mm -hmm. business 101. When you have more money going out the back door and you have coming in the front door, you're going to run out of cash. And I said, mom, dad, can you bail a brother out? And they did because they love me. But then they said, hey, you're not a big bank. You're not too big to fail. We Mm -hmm. love you so much. We're going to let you wrap that thing up. I said, oh, wow, y'all love me that much. (laughs) Uh, I had the crying Jordan meme face going on live and in person. But. It was a great learning experience. And I'm now at a point where I'm taking that learning, essentially having a business fail. And now I'm launching my own keynote speaking, sales coaching, motivation, inspiration, business. And you better believe, I don't know if you watch the Shark Tank, I know my numbers, which Mm. I didn't know before. I'm not gonna have to call my mom now and say, can you bail a brother out? Help your son out. I'm good in the hood.
1: Mm. Larry, talk, talk, talk about that, because, I mean, just being in a space of having your own business, entrepreneurship and even, you know, with with just the the wealth of knowledge and expertise you have around sales. Talk, talk about like knowing your numbers and talk about just ultimately performing in, in, in that space.
0: Oh, there's so many lessons that you take from team sports and individual sports that are parallel to entrepreneurship to business to sales i would say you got to be prepared and it's just like before you step on the field on the court on the pitch on the diamond you've practiced you you've role played you've been through different scenarios it's the same thing in the entrepreneurial space you got to know your numbers you got to know your playbook and you got to be able to adjust and adapt and i think the word of 2020 was pivot you got to be able to pivot On the fly, it's the same thing in entrepreneurship. So I encourage all the student athletes right now, don't discount the learnings, dealing with difficult people, dealing with difficult coaches. I've been there before. You're going to deal with that in the working world, whether it's vendors, whether it's partners, uh, just being able to work with people. Anything you do, you've got to work with people and working with the team. And when you have that internal drive, and you you all know who I'm talking about. You got teammates that just don't care. And if you don't care, you can't be on my team. I don't care how talented you are. Nope. Gotta like like sweet Georgia Brown said, ain't nobody got time for that. You got to at least care and you've got to work hard. Now that's pretty much the will. You also gotta have the skill, and skills can be learned. Essentially, Google is my best friend. You can find anything on Google, on YouTube. The resources are out there, but essentially, are you willing to put in the work to leverage and maximize those resources? That is the question. And only you can answer that question. I can tell you that for me, I know that there's people that are gunned. I know it's a competitive space. And I'm a competitor. I'm a little, I'm a little dude. I'm five foot nine and three quarters. I round up to six foot. I've been the underdog my whole life. My dad was five foot eight. He rounded up the six foot. His nickname was shorty long and he was a long jumper, triple jumper. <laughs> Pretty much. How are you going to be a, a, a little man long jumping and triple jumping? But he figured that thing out and he had the heart of a lion. It's the same thing in the business world. I'm not saying you got to be a shark. I don't believe that we can all work together, but you better have that internal fire. You better have that grit. You better have that. Hey, I'm going to do what it takes to get to where I want to get to. And, I had that. My parents bought a solo header. I'm sorry to go on, but they told me you're going to practice. You're, you're going to do your homework. You're going to practice your clarinet. And you're going to go down in the basement and take 100 swings every mm-hmm. weekend. I don't care if your friends are at the ice skating rink every Friday. That's good. I don't care if they're at the mall. You told us that you wanted to start on varsity as a freshman. We're giving you the ingredients. We're mm-hmm. giving you the game plan. You've got to execute. And essentially I did. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think I started on varsity as a freshman? Shoot, you already know the answer to that. You think I started as a freshman at University of Maryland? You better believe it, killing it in the ACC, batted 319 in conference, 289 overall, but who's counting? Who who knows their numbers? I, I'm not even good at math, but I knew my numbers after each and every at-bat. Long division, I'm out there in the in the uh, sand uh, trying to figure out what's my batting average. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. A hundred swings?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it takes. I mean, when it's one of those things, when you do that, you look at the pitcher and you've already got the pitcher beat because I know that pitcher didn't work on their balance point a hundred times. So the pitcher Mm -hmm. beats me, which happens. I tip my cap and I say, you got lucky. It ain't going to happen again. Mm -hmm. And it's just having that edge. It's having that when you work hard, you, you can have that confidence and that courage. You can believe it in your mind because you've worked hard and your yeah. whole being. It's not cocky. There's a the difference between being cocky and confidence and being courageous. But when you work hard, there's just something about that shine. Just the, the way that the way that you are, uh, your posture, just the way that you feel. It's like, yeah, I, I know. I know I'm about to get loose because I've worked so daggone hard. Mm-hmm. Like McFadden Whitehead said, ain't no stopping me now. Don't get me singing. I'm going to make some people cry. I thought I was an African-American idol, but I'm tone deaf, truth be told, so I will not sing.
1: Where did Larry get this gold mic from, man? Where did Larry get this gold mic from? Oh, Come
0: on now. You know I came ready. I'm I'm ready. You've got the longest LinkedIn that I've ever seen. I'm trying to keep up with you, Jonathan.
1: Oh, Woo. man. Man, no, 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 Larry! Don't start doing that now. Don't start that do- because I've I've seen your LinkedIn live streams. Okay, I've, I've seen your LinkedIn live streams where you come with the with the mid midweek midday motivational. You just you come with the thunder, and I, and i every time I tune in, I'm like, wow, Larry's so engaged with all of these people. I I mean, I can't tell who's your best friend. I can't tell who's your cousin. I can't tell who's your uncle. Like, it's just a family reunion. And then you're just pumping it out, just pumping it out. So... Larry, just so so talk, talk to me a little bit now because I'm 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 really intrigued now. So what what are you working with companies uh, regarding? What are you working with organizations regarding? Because I know you're doing the keynote speaking. I know you're doing the personal professional development. Uh, so talk talk about that. Like what what does that look like? What does it look like with with Larry Long Jr.?
0: I'm trying to keep up with you. So I'll be honest. I'm 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 starting off, but I'm working primarily with software sales organizations. But I just did mm-hmm. an engagement with a nonprofit. Essentially. Any organization that's looking for a jolt, looking for a boost in their sales, or even in their leadership, uh, in their people, they want to invest in taking their people to that next level. And my wife, she hates when I say next level. She's like, that's so generic. Everyone says next level, but I'm going to say it because I mean it. And and the analogy I use is Russell Westbrook. My man averaged a triple-double three seasons in a row. During the offseason, he's still working on his game. He's not working on his defense. I mean, he was in Houston, but he was still working on his three point. He was working on his J. I mean, working on his handles, assists. What are you doing to work on your game, whether it's on the field or even more importantly, off the field? When when I look at sales professionals, I look at what are you doing to grow your knowledge around the company, the mission, vision, the who, what, when, where, why and how the industry or industries Mm -hmm. you serve the product the tools and resources, both your network, which we know your network is your net worth, as well as the the tech stack that you use. What what solutions are you using? And then number five, your sales skills, your technical acumen. Uh, I don't even know how to spell it, but that's a, that's a good word, acumen right there. I, I like to throw that out there, and make sure people keep them on their toes every now and again. But essentially, it, it's really my passion is to empower and, and really help uh, take it to the next level, 1,020 individuals. I want to impact them positively in 2021. You might say, 1,020, that's odd. You're right. I originally said a 1,000, but you break that down every month, I think it's a, that's like 83.3, and I've yet to meet a point three of a person. So I said, let's make it 85. That comes out to 1,020. So we're keeping score. We're on track. We're actually ahead of track January, February, March. I'm very intentional. Martin Luther King Jr. has a quote that I love. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing to help Mm. others? Not what are you thinking, not what are you writing. I mean, talk is cheap. What are you doing each and every day to help someone else out? I look at today. I had a call with the gentleman in Guatemala. Que pasa loco. I'm helping him out to get his business where he wants to go. He's, Can you pick my brain? Can I pick your brain? Yeah, pick away. I don't like people picking my brain, but I'll help a brother out. Central America, que pasa? So essentially that's the mission that I'm on is just helping as many people. And in today's day and age, there's so much negativity. You are what you eat. Essentially that makes mm-hmm. me a fried chicken, but essentially what you consume, if you consume the news, you're probably gonna be in a bad mood. I know I'll, I'll be depressed for the last, for the next five days. It's like, no, I need to fill myself with positive, surround myself with positivity. And and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Don't struggle in silence. Mm. I know you're big on the, the, the mindset and the mental health. There's nothing wrong. And actually, you're being brave by saying I need help. We've all been there before. I can't speak for everyone. I've been there before where I had to raise my hand and say, I need help right now because I'm struggling. Life is tough. It is a four letter word. There's nothing wrong with saying I need help because there's people out there that care about you and that want to see you succeed. And I'm one of them. If there's ever anything I can do to help Larry Long Jr., you can find me. I got to smile for a mile. You can't miss this mug.
1: <laughs> Larry, I think that's really impactful. Just just the aspect of a lot of people are struggling in silence and and this i I'm, I'm just connecting the two just based on what you shared a lot of people are struggling in silence but then in addition to that there's a lot of people who may not be doing anything to impact others so without an individual doing then they're not equipping the person who might be struggling in silence so i think that's that's prolific man
0: that's right and it's amazing i i talk to a lot of sales professionals entrepreneurs startup founders and a lot of folks are looking for the silver bullet. They want that magic pixie dust. We, we, we live in a microwave society where people want it quick. I mean, you got people taking steroids. Oh, I don't want to put in the work. I just want to get it fast. It's like, no, it takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. And essentially what I found is that magic dust, when you do unto others, when you give and you make deposits in the other's lives without expecting anything in return, it's just amazing how tenfold it comes back to you. I'm I'm a living example. I'm Exhibit A that when you just give so many deposits, your relationship bank is mm-hmm. overflowing. Now let's keep it real. My financial bank that's that's on e. We're struggling, but I sleep well at night because I know that my relationships are, are, are they're on point. And I'm about to ask for some withdrawals and with my big with my baseball academy. I went to the bank. And they might as well just have snickered, just chuckled at me. They said, Mr. Long, you're trying to make a withdrawal. You ain't got no money. You haven't made enough deposits. I said, Oh, I thought I was black magic. I was trying to, I was trying to make some money appear. They said, uh-uh, it doesn't work that way, but good luck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I, man, that's real that, that so I think that's one of the one of the secrets to success. I believe that's truly one of the secrets to success is really giving really giving and serving unto others because larry me just as well as i i, I know i know for you j- just around like you're talking about about to make some withdrawals i've been in the positions where i've given people so much they've asked me well, well what can i do for you how can i help you out what what do you have going on like is there something i can buy or who can i connect you with here or there or this and that and i love being in a position because i believe life go- life happens in seasons i love being in a position to be like well, no, you know, I, I don't need anything right now. I, I'm good. I was just giving this to you. It's, it's fine. But also knowing the fact that, you know, the ebbs and flows of life that I can go back and, and, and I can see about doing that withdrawal. So, man, thank thank you for sharing that, though.
0: It's, it's an amazing feeling. And I can just tell that you're hard and you can't fool people. I mean, people can smell BS from a mile away. So when you're genuine, when you're authentic and you care, it's just amazing. People really resonate with it. And I've been lucky. My midweek, midday motivational minute, it started off just recorded videos. And I was encouraged by one of my mentors, Morgan J. Ingram in Atlanta, brother out of Atlanta. He said, Larry, I see you writing short form content on LinkedIn. He said, you got to go to video. I said, nah, I got the face for radio. He said, don't be stirred." He said, my mentor told me if I don't do video, I'm being selfish. I said, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Don't no one call me selfish and walk away with it. That was on a Friday. That next Wednesday, I went out in my backyard, essentially wrinkled shirt. It said, say yes to you. My wife said, aren't you going to iron that? I said, nah. She said, aren't you going to get some lights? I said, "Eh, I'm rolling incognito. No lights will be able to see me. Just as long as I smile, and keep my eyes open. Can you see me now? (laughs) But essentially, that was the start of it. And we're at episode 49, episode 50. We've Mm -hmm. done it 50 straight weeks. I missed one week. For Father's Day, I chilled out with the fam. I said, ah, no midweek, midday motivational minute. But we've just been able to impact so many people and really create a community where they're now helping each other out. It's just Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. So go out there, help someone else out without any expectation of return. I guarantee you it'll be magical. Now, it might not be overnight, but you keep doing that, keep doing it. And it starts to build and it starts to grow. And then all of a sudden, like my man J.J. said, J.J. Walker, dynamite.
1: Oh, man, that's it. That's it. That's it. You spot on. you spot on. Larry, we're going to get ready to wrap this thing up. But before I let you go, I have to run you through the two minute drill. OK. Right. And then and, and, and the two minute drill is just we're going to do a few rapid fire questions, a handful. And, you know, just going to just going to open it up a little bit, have a little bit of fun and then i'm gonna let you let people know where they can find you how they can connect with you how they
0: can see about booking you so are you ready i was born ready let's go i'm just don't throw me any curveballs i I can hit a fastball curveball uh-oh i'm in trouble
1: (laughs) all right all right here we go favorite food fried chicken Mm, the what's what's your go-to show of preference
0: oh goodness espn sports center Mm,
1: okay classic classic last book that you read
0: uh well i'm still in the middle can't hurt me by david goggins i got it i got it right Ooh. here I, i've got a bad ha oh that way i got a bad habit of starting books and then not finishing them i've got a bunch of note cards inside of books my wife said are you ever going to finish those books eventually
1: <laughs> fair enough fair enough what's your what's your
0: go-to podcast Oh, goodness. Come on now. It's got to be beyond the ball. You you, you you, can't get me with that. But outside of beyond the ball, it's got to be uh, uh, John Barrows uh, mo- motivation, uh, not motivational. Uh, Make it happen Mondays. It's, it's sales related, but he's uh, he's the godfather and the grandfather of sales. Mm, OK, OK. And
1: uh, la- la- last but not least, what's one tip? What's one tip that you want to give to a student athlete?
0: Uh, carpe diem, seize the day. Right now, today, seize it. And and my question to you, Tony Robbins says the most successful people ask the toughest questions. Therefore, they get the toughest answers. My question to you right now is, what are you doing to make the most out of the opportunity you have today? And if you need guidance with it, holler at your boy. I can certainly help you out
1: good that's good and then the final 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 question is uh, who would you like to see me bring on beyond the ball next
0: oh goodness it's gotta this is an easy one it's gotta be my former colleague Shaq Rashad played football at University of North Carolina played a year with the Houston Texans he's one of the most dynamic and just dynamite people just oh goodness I he played linebacker I can just tell. I wouldn't have want to been. I, I wouldn't want to be on that field with him because he's ferocious in the boardroom, but he does it with just such grace and just such care. Uh, Shaq Rashad, you got to have him on. He's just an amazing person
1: got you got you connected 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 Larry and then last but not least now please at this time let, let the let the ballers know where they can find you connect with you and you know the best way to, to see about booking Mr Larry long jr well, I
0: appreciate it the best way to find me I got the smile for a mile LinkedIn uh just look up Larry long jr you can see on the bottom it's there please connect with me send me a message that you heard me on the podcast and I would love to help you in any which way that I can, Uh, please check out my online sales training course at www.thesalesallies.com. And you'll see that we're uh, switching it up a little bit. You'll see what I mean when you look at the sales allies, we're giving a little bit of flavor to sales, if you know what I mean.
1: Mm, Fair enough, fair enough. Well, Larry, I appreciate you taking the time, my my good brother, to to stop through, to, to, to share your story. to to give us some inspiration and and some practical and some tangible uh, steps that we can take to, you know, utilize, to further our success in all areas of our life. So I thank you for stopping by.
0: I appreciate you truly an honor and a privilege. Thank you, Jonathan.
1: My man, my man, all the ballers out there. I want to just encourage you all. I know you just heard this episode, so be sure, be sure. As you all know, we just wrapped up the the, ex, the episodes. We did the series on LinkedIn. Larry is the guy to connect with on LinkedIn. Me and him found each other on LinkedIn. We had a phenomenal conversation And it's we've just been connected ever since. So once again, look him up Larry Long Jr. on LinkedIn. And if you happen to connect with him on, you know, Instagram or Twitter or any of those other places, let him know you heard him here on Beyond the Ball. And because he really does have a servant leader's heart but he also really has that motivational punch to get you through whatever you're going through. So Ballers, thank you for taking the time to lock in. And remember, be sure to subscribe to wherever you stream your podcast and also subscribe on YouTube to catch the exclusive clips and just all the exclusives, all things Beyond the Ball related. So my name is Jonathan Jones, and this is Beyond the Ball, where we help you succeed beyond your